This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Storytelling Lab, where we break down how to get to the heart of your story and the hearts of your audience to leave the greatest impact possible. And now here's your host, a filmmaker and competitive storyteller, Rain Bennett. What's up, my beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the Storytelling Lab, where we help you break down the art and science of storytelling. My name is Rain Bennett. I am your host, and my job is to help you deepen your connections, increase your sales, and serve your audiences better. Every Monday morning, I send out a storytelling tip to my email subscribers, and I talk about how I have used it in my own storytelling for my clients and for myself, and I leave you with tangible advice on how you can apply it to your strategies. If this sounds like something that would interest you, go ahead and sign up for the newsletter at rainbennett.com slash weekly storytelling tips. Again, that's rainbennett.com slash weekly storytelling tips. This podcast is a Six Second Stories production. Six Second Stories is a video marketing agency that helps you tell heartfelt stories to maximize your impact in minimal time. Find out more about what we do at SixSecondStories.com. Special announcement, storytellers, I have launched my first online course. I've been waiting a long time. I've been so excited to do this. It is called Uncover the Story to Launch Your Personal Brand. Now, that last word, that last concept, personal brand, is one that I fought against. I resisted folks for a long, long time. And hey, flash forward, guess what? When I leaned into it, when I embraced it, when I cultivated a personal brand, the story that I tell others things started to unlock in whole new ways for me. I was able to build a business just off of who I was as a person. Instead of starting from scratch every time I started a brand new project and then bouncing and spinning around from project to project, the core of my business is me. 
and everything else is extended from that core. So if I want to be Rain Bennett, the podcaster, Rain Bennett, the author, Rain Bennett, the online course instructor, the storytelling coach, the keynote speaker, the filmmaker, they're all coming back to that same core personal brand. This is what I'm helping people do. I started coaching when the pandemic hit because all my speaking gigs stopped and it has impacted my life and I think it's impacted others' lives in such such a magnificent way, an unexpected way for me. Yes, I consulted with businesses and organizations, but I found the most profound impact by helping other people who had thoughts in the back of their head that they could do great things and serve people and make an impact on the world, but they just weren't sure how to access that thing within them. I helped them do that through finding their story. That has been so fulfilling for me, and I want to help you do that too. The thing is, not everybody can afford the over $1,000 of cost in the coaching package to do that. So I created a 14-lesson course that has all of the things and more that those coaching packages have, including a community of other storytellers so that you can share your experiences with and you can learn from them as well. All of this for $149. We will put the link to the course in the show notes. We are hosting the course on thinkific.com. It is called the Rain Bennett Storytelling School, and you can always find out information at rainbennett.com. What's up, Storyteller, and welcome back to the Storytelling Lab. My name is Rain Bennett. I am your host. This is episode 95, 95. Now listen, all season long, all season six, I've been beefing up the the rise, the path, the road to 100 episodes. So after this one, my friend, that means we have five more and we are going to reach it at the end of this season. I'm really excited about that. You know, it's just a milestone. Maybe it's a little arbitrary, but to me, to me, it means a lot because we've been doing this show for a couple of years and the show just keeps getting better and better. And I feel like, I feel like I'm getting better as a host. Yes. But I also feel like I'm really content with the direction of the show and the purpose of the show. I know a lot of people who try to start podcasts uh, for the wrong reasons or for misinformed reasons, you know, i.e. thinking they're going to make money or something like that. And we have made money through the podcast, through the connections that we've made. But that, my friends, that is the real point, the real key optimal word, connections. By far the biggest and best Uh, value that I've gotten from the show has been the connections that I've made and getting to learn from all these storytellers that I look up to. And then, you know, you get to learn by proxy of me asking them questions that I'm interested in. It's not even necessarily interview questions. It's, It's I'm trying to learn and be better at what I do. And having such a diverse cast of storytellers from different backgrounds and different perspectives and operating and using storytelling in different realms and fields is so beneficial to you and me so it's an excellent it's an excellent show it's an excellent excellent exercise it's it's an excellent experience there's a little bit of a tongue twister through all that but you get the point now today's episode this is just you and me it's going to be a shorter episode and this is driven by a question that i got from uh, an audience member in a workshop recently so the question was and i will state the simple question first and then I'll expand and give a little more context and insight. So the question was, how many stories is too much? And that's a super valid question because what we're talking about here on the Storytelling Lab is telling stories all the time in different formats and different mediums, 
right? Different styles, different lengths, storytelling all the time. And so the question was, how many, is there a point, at what point is is it just too many stories? Like at the end of the day, we got to get down to brass tacks, right? Now, this person was a realtor, a real estate agent. And so specifically, the question was derived from or, or pertaining to, hey, we have lots of different kinds of customers because we were talking about how to find their ideal customer and speak to them through stories and show them how they can help them through stories. And so they're like, well, we have a lot of different customers with with uh, so many different problems, so many different goals, so many different things at stake, right? So we can't realistically or logistically tell a story about every single one of them, right? Like how many stories is too much? It's a valid question. So I wanted to take some time. I answered the question there in a one-minute answer, and I wanted to take about 15 minutes to answer, to, to open that question up a little bit because I think it's so valid. And I bet, I would imagine that if you have a brand or business that you might have had this same question. Okay, like I feel like I'm just trying to tell stories all the time. Like at some point, are people going to get tired of this? Okay, so the simple answer is no. There, you can't tell too many stories. This is the way that humans communicate. So that's like asking, like, can, <laughs> asking, can you talk too much? And yes, of course you can talk too much. And I suppose you can tell too many stories if you're not ever pushing it down the next level of the sales process or converting them or helping them solve their problem. If you're just telling stories for fluff and you're not actually driving it somewhere, then of course there's too many stories. But that's not the point of stories, and that's how not stories that's not how stories function. Stories is how we communicate. So to go back to how I said that, no, you can't tell me too you can't tell too many stories. That's like saying you know, at what point should I just stop communicating with my customer? At no point until you've solved the problem. So the very, very simple and short answer is no. You can't tell too many stories. And if you have a lot of stories to tell, great. That's a good problem. Tell them all. Tell all of the stories. Because, again, this is how humans communicate. This is how we digest information. This is how we understand information, and this is how we convey information. So you're not telling stories just for the sake of telling stories, and people are going to get tired of it because all he does is tell stories. No, you're using stories. You're using story structure to communicate the information that you need to communicate to your customers so that you help them solve their problems. It's that simple. I want you to be telling stories constantly in different formats, in different mediums, at different lengths, at different times, in different manners. I want you to be telling stories, or a better way to say it is using storytelling and story structure constantly. That's not saying that I want you to memorize a thousand stories or more. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I want you to understand story structure so well, so deep in your bones, so deep in your muscles, because we always talk about creativity being a muscle, so deeply understand that, that it's like muscle memory, and you're not sitting there thinking like, oh, what's the story I need to tell? But, but organically and almost innately, because you are human, and we do tell stories, that's how we communicate, but you organically go to that because it's your default, okay? And the only way to get there is by practicing. And I'll, I'll, I'll be straight up. That's how you develop muscle memory is you have to do it routinely. You have to do it over and over and over again, repetition. And then all of a sudden, your body takes over. Your brain takes over. It understands, hey, 
here's a moment for me just to use a little narrative arc to express something or convey information or answer a question. So the goal is to be able to spontaneously tell stories at any point and also to be able to spot opportunities to tell stories and seize those moments, seize those opportunities to use storytelling to connect with your audience and help them and help serve them and convert them and get them into your sphere, right? The goal is for you to be able to tell stories at any time spontaneously. The metaphor that I always love to use is, look, I'm not trying to teach you how to play one song on the piano, right? That would be like teaching you to tell your brand story. And I'm certainly not trying to teach you how to memorize how to play a thousand or a hundred songs on the piano, okay? That's not the same thing as being able to play music, right? I'm trying to teach you how to play music. That means I'm trying to teach you how to be, how to become a storyteller, Not to tell stories, not to tell one story or memorize 10 stories. That's not what we're trying to do. I want to embed it into you as a person. It's already there. That's the thing. It's not even me implanting this in you. It's me unearthing it and revealing it and unveiling it and uncovering it and whatever verb you want to use. It's me finding it within you so that you can tap into that thing that you've had all along, that genius that you have inside of you, that genius communicator that you have inside of you, that storyteller that you have inside of you. You have to find it, and I like to help people find it, but it's already there. That's what I'm trying to do. I don't want you to remember a thousand stories. I want you to know how to tell stories at all times, at any time. All right, so now that we've gotten that out of the way, let's get a little more specific about the question that was asked. How many stories is too much? I'm a real estate agent. You can imagine there's a lot of different customers that he has, okay? You could be a barber. You could be an oil mechanic. Like There's a lot of jobs that we have that have a wide array, a wide demographic of customers. So this guy in the in the workshop was thinking like man am i you know how can i come up with this this many stories for as many customer types that i have okay this is what i want him <laughs> i wanted him and this is what i want you to remember okay yes you have a lot of stories and a lot of customers with stories but that's just looking at the surface level okay remember that each story as an emotional story as well, underneath the story, the heart of the story. And us as humans, we only care about a handful, a small handful of what I call primitive psychological drivers, things that have been in our minds and our psyche since the beginning of humanity that we care about. If you know Story Brand and you know Donald Miller, he says it very well. He says, we only care about surviving, thriving, uh, achieving an aspirational identity, which is like, you know, rags to riches type of thing, um, finding love or bonding with a tribe that will protect us or defend us socially or physically, right? Just a hand, there may be one or two out there, but just a handful of things that we really care about. And you can really reduce it to two, pain or pleasure. Is this going to help me or is this going to hurt me? It could be, it can be that binary. Now we're getting really prehistoric and even before humans, this is this is hormonal and embedded in the psychology and not even psychology, the neurology and, and the biology of animals, right? I sense, is this going to help me or is this going to hurt me? Now, one of the main ways we know as humans is by using stories, right? So if we hear, I'll give you an example. If we hear a particular sound in the woods, let's go back to caveman days or even right now, you hear a particular sound, right? If you hear 
Ooh. All right. That that even scared myself. That probably triggered something in your mind where you're like, all right, that's a bear or that's a, an animal that's scary, right? If you had never heard that before, you would have no context to know that. Now, maybe something prehistoric in you would because it is ingrained in our biology, but most likely you would have heard that before or you would have heard about those types of growls from a friend of yours or somebody you knew or trusted. Hey, I, I heard this thing I never heard before, this deep register growl, and it was a huge animal. We call it a bear. Yo, they ate all our picnic basket, baskets, and they even, you know, slashed Johnny's leg. Now I know that, and when I hear that, that sound, I know what's coming. Similarly, if you hear a bird chirping, you understand, okay, it's, it's not as threatening. This is ingrained in us, but also we, we understand this through stories, through hearing other stories. We understand that if it's lightning outside that we should we should probably hide and we probably shouldn't hide under a, a metal um a metal um carport or something like that right or under a tree this is not just because we woke up one day and knew that this is because we've shared stories over time and we understand if something is going to help us or hurt us okay now that i have digressed let's get back on topic so we only care about a, a handful of things right so that's the same with stories same with the journey of what we're trying to solve. Every story has a physical journey, the surface level, the plot, you know, what's going on in Goonies, you know, we're trying to find buried treasure and we're racing against these criminals to find one-eyed Willie's buried treasure. And then every movie has an emotional journey driven by an emotional goal, which is underneath the surface and that's at the heart of the story, okay? And that's the real story. So yeah, the Goonies were trying to to, to find one-eyed Willie's treasure. It's an adventure story and they got criminals and it's, you know, it's all, all this tension and exciting. But at the end of the day, what they were trying to do, what they were seeking, what their goal was, was to raise enough money to save their community so the development didn't come take it over. Goonies never say die, right? There was this beautiful community they had and they didn't want to give that up. It was about, as Donald Miller said, bonding with a tribe that would protect you socially or physically. That's what the movie was about. We just doll it up with things to make it interesting so people can pay, you know, 13 bucks and sit for 90 minutes and eat popcorn and drink Coca-Cola and maybe have some M&M's and watch the movie, right? But that's what the heart of the movie is about. So if we had all that surface level stuff and no heart behind it, no purpose, no real emotional driver, the movie's not the same. It's just a loose collection of events. And yeah, it might be exciting when we're like, you know, running from the criminals, but if there's no reason why we need to achieve what we need to achieve, well then the heroes of the story would just bail. They'd be like, look, you know what? This crazy lady and her sons are trying to kill us. I'm going back home, fam. <laughs> like there'd be no purpose. That just trying to find one-eyed Willie's treasure was not enough. They were fighting for something greater. All right. So your people, your customers are looking for something greater too. The house that this person is selling or the oil change or the haircut that you're giving them is the vehicle in which you deliver the results that they need. This is what we're looking to do, okay? So just like there is something that you offer people, products, services, whatever it is, there's really the results that you provide them. What do you provide people with? And the products and services that you have are just the vehicles in which you deliver those results and, and in which you solve those problems that your people have, okay? So how does this go back to the original question, how many stories is too much? 
So, I've said this many times before in the podcast. It's not that your audience has to have experienced the exact experience that your character in the story is going through. It's that they must have felt the same feelings. And there's only a handful of feelings, only a handful of emotions, and only a handful of things that we as humans care about. Primitive psychological drivers. Love, pain, pleasure, growth, comfort, security, right? There's only a handful. There's only a handful. So... Even though you have vastly uh, a vast amount of different kinds of customers, they are only struggling, and they may be struggling with, on the surface, a vast amount of different issues and problems underneath that surface at the heart of their emotional journey with their emotional goal. There's only a handful of things they care about. So, if you're a real estate agent, is your is your person, is your customer, an empty nester couple? that's trying to downsize and lose maintenance so that they can focus on just relaxing and enjoying their twilight years. I hate that. I hate that term, but you know, their retired years, we'll call them that. Twilight sounds like it's about to be over, fam. Um, so if that's what they're looking for, yes, you're selling them a townhouse, but you got to paint the picture for them and tell them the story that allows them to see themselves enjoying those next 20 to 30 years of their lives with the kids gone, but they've got this great place that's on the water that they have like no maintenance. They don't have to mow the yard every other week, right? That's the story you're painting for them. Or if they're in a bad situation and they need to get out of the house that, you know, that they have or if they want to get a bigger house because their family is growing, well, now you're tapping into family, right? The tribe, right? So you're selling them a place where their family is going to be content and they can raise their family and everybody be comfortable and safe and have a great time and grow up and prosper and yada, 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 yada. So that's what you're looking for. You use the story, the micro story, to touch on the macro issue, the universal themes that people are experiencing and going through. That's how you use stories. And so that way you're not creating a thousand different stories, right? You just bend the main stories, your go-tos, to apply directly to the customer that you're trying to help at that moment, okay? But what's going on in the story it's the same as another story. You just change the surface level a little bit, right? Same thing as we've already said. There, there's only a handful of primitive psychological drivers. They've, there's been articles since the beginning of cinema about there, there's only a handful of plots of storylines that you can tell. Yes, you doll up the, the surface level and you make goonies about the crazy lady and her sons and one-eyed Willie, but it's either about, I mean, you can look up many articles on this, but it's either about like, a buddy, a buddy movie, a, a cat and mouse movie where they're chasing somebody, a romantic movie where you're trying to find love, a rags to riches story. Like, the, you know, they're, they're all they're all reduced to only a handful of real storylines that we're telling. But we've had I don't even want to take a guess at how many movies we've had since the early 1900s. Right. <laughs> a lot. We'll say that countless a myriad of movies that have been created in the past 120 years. But there's only a handful of real stories that have been told. That's the same thing that you do. You change the surface level story, but make sure you keep that emotional story intact because that's that's the thing that's going to connect with people. It's not so much the surface story. It's the problem that you solve, and that is here at the heart. That's what you got to look for, and that is the way that you don't tell too many stories or don't feel like you're telling too many stories. What you need to do is on a fundamental foundational level 
understand story structure. Understand what it is so you don't feel like you're having to craft a new story every time for a new customer. You need to understand what story structure is so that you can see that opportunity to tell a small one or a big one. And the way you do that is by understanding the heart of that story, the emotional journey, the problem, the real problem that needs to be solved. I often say that the physical goal at the surface level of the story is a want. I want to win the girl. I want to win the trophy. I want to defeat this person. But the emotional goal is the need. That's what they really need. That's what you need to tap into. And that's how you eliminate the problem of feeling like you're telling too many stories. You're only telling a handful because there's only a handful that we care about. The surface level change, the heart of the story never does. My name is Rain Bennett. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed that episode, do us a favor and subscribe to the podcast. If you're already a subscriber and you're enjoying the show, give us a review and let us know the value that you've gotten from it. We love to hear from our listeners and learn about the benefits that they're getting from the show. That's what fuels us and that's what fuels the show. And if you've already subscribed and you've already reviewed it and you think there's someone else that would benefit from listening to this show, please, please share it with them. The more we grow, the more we can help you grow, and that's what we're here to do. Join us next time on the Storytelling Lab. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.